0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to. Character Fight Night! Where we pit the most styling, profiling characters of all time! Against each other in stipulation-style matches to discuss and determine which characters reign supreme. Who gets the win and how? Let's talk about it!
1: Hello everyone and thank you again for joining us for another exciting episode of Character Fight Night. My name is Josh Wheat and as always to my left is Jim Matamoros,
2: even though he's my Uh right hand man. I've switched sides tonight. How's it going, everybody? I am Jim Matamoros. Always good to be here. Glad to be here, I should say. I hope you're glad to be here. keep coming back. For some reason, I do.
1: I don't know why, but you keep bringing me back.
3: I'm glad to be
1: here. Yes, uh, our guest tonight (laughs) is uh, one of the stars of the new film uh, Monster Force Zero, Delina Nguyen. Delina, thanks for joining us.
3: Hey guys! Thanks for having me. Happy to be yeah, here. It's... Ready to fight.
2: Ready to fight, aren't we all? She's got uh, her gloves on for some reason. You do know that we're not the ones fighting, right?
3: Um. Yeah. Right.
2: Surprise! Yes. Surprise
1: match. Yes, I know <laughs> this.
3: I know how this goes.
1: I saw the outline. Uh, that's great. <laughs> so uh, we have some great fights uh ahead this evening on this episode of character fight night and they range from anywhere you know we're gonna have some a cage match or a hell in a cell match rather uh we're gonna have a uh six six woman tag team match and then we're gonna have a match that takes place in a volcano which is interesting so stay tuned for that one. (laughs) Oh uh oh yeah and then uh how could I forget keeping an eye on us from his dark little booth ty ty hello
4: hello thanks glad to be back i'm looking for some good fights today and i'm here to drop some fun info that you guys might have missed
1: i think you're in the right place so we got some great fights so speaking of fights let's not waste any time let's get right into it and let me introduce our announcer as always in the middle of the ring mr metatron wade hunt Will you please do the honor of introducing fight number one?
0: Ladies and gentlemen, the following contest is fight number one and is a hell in a cell match. Introducing first from London, England in the Marvel Universe, representing the Avengers, Night Stalkers and Vanguard. He is the Jaywalker, Dampier, Vampire Hunter, Blade. <laughs> and their opponent from Hungary in the Underworld Universe. She is former death dealer and vampire elder Sally.
1: Jim, take it away.
2: All right, uh, excited for this one. Uh, we got vampire versus vampire hunter, which is i don't know this was this was a cool kind of little matchup we got very similar abilities with these two for uh selene versus blade um both of them have uh vampire vampiric abilities i should say so you know a lot of like superhuman feats uh strength senses different things of that nature um blade though isn't you said vampire and
1: vampire hunter isn't he like a vampire who hunts vampires? he's a daywalker. yeah yeah <laughs> he's isn't a, he a he, hybrid
2: yeah he's he's a daywalker, so he's got some uh, like he's got you know like some immunities so he's actually immune yeah. to vampire bite vampire bites he if I can say that right for whatever reason I don't know why that's hard to say um and he you know Wait, obviously has the immunity to, like the sun go ahead Josh
1: I was just saying we got you if you can't pronounce it you can <laughs> we can help you out
2: yeah, we can fix it in post.
1: <laughs> found it out. Yeah.
2: <laughs> um, but yeah, no, he is, it, it's a weird kind of kind of deal. I mean, if you look into like a lot of his backstory stuff, I'm not going to go too much into it. Um, I mean, they kind of explain why he's like hunting vampires and different things like that. Um, so now I wanted to kind of pit the movie version of Blade. So which is obviously kind of the more famous one currently, unless you're like a super deep Marvel fan. Um, but this is going to be your Wesley Snipes blade i have information on both of them both the movie and the uh, the comics just because i'm kind of assuming again um that the blade or the movie rendition has a lot of the same powers as the comic book so i kind of have some but you know both of them we see a martial or martial artist uh the comic book does list them as a um as a skilled fighter and a master in most of the martial arts but the movie doesn't really specify um we got your weapons expert so the movie kind of talks more about firearms and swords whereas the comic book is more swords and daggers um he does and i think this is going to be the big kicker he does bring to the fight a specially designed pneumatic syringe that's loaded with a special um a, a special uh what's the word i'm looking for um concoction that's very volatile it has a very volatile reaction to vampire but that he actually uses against some of the vampires in the movies including in like the big bads at the end of the movie the big like you know big fight the, the um, boss. yeah 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 essentially yeah the boss the boss <laughs> version of it because for some reason i'm on a podcast and i can't speak tonight so that's you know works out perfectly <laughs> um but you know we so did are talk you
1: allowing about- him to bring in weapons
2: so it is a Hell in a Cell match, which means that it is an anything goes match inside of a cage, essentially. So yes. I can't say that he's bringing them in necessarily, but who's not to say that they weren't stashed under the ring. I'm not going to say, it's not my place to say, I'm just saying what he has available to him and, and what's part of his normal arsenal. Yeah, um, it's totally not your plate. Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, I mean, so even without that, that's going to be like the big, like you know, if he if all else fails, like that's going to be, I think, the big thing that's going to going to help push him over the edge, potentially, you know, because he does have other things that we see listed in the comic as like, you know, he's got an accelerated healing factor, uh, you know, which is, you know, obviously something that comes along with, I think, the vampirism. Because uh, I do believe that yeah. Selene also has some sort of um, healing factor. I don't know if it's quite as like rapid as his is, or you know what the situation is for hers. But she does have a lot of the same vampiric abilities. Um, she is a resourceful comp- combatant, and um, has a talent. She's actually listed as having a talent for improvisation when faced with particularly challenging situations or opponents. So that's really what's going to kind of keep her in this fight but i think the big thing that's going to end up happening with this is is i think blade's going to be the one to take this just because what? of his sheer hatred i know this is this is not an easy fight by any means um oh, but man. he his sheer hatred for vampires and his willingness to go and do what it what he needs to plus obviously his superhuman uh his superhuman his superhuman feats. Is gonna help push him over the edge. But you know, if he if he gets his hand on one of those syringes that's stashed, then he's gonna hit that because she is a vampire. I mean, she's not a hybrid by any means, she's not listed as being a hybrid, so she is pretty much, as far as I can see, a through and through vampire. Maybe Ty can tell me different, but as far as I know right now, she is a vampire. So using that EDTA, which is what's loaded up in that syringe, is gonna you know, gonna bring her down. Um now. I'm not wanting him to kill her, because this is not what this match is about. But I do think that he is gonna he's gonna come out on top.
1: He to, could to incapacitate her enough to get the win.
2: Yeah, pretty much. That that's pretty much because I mean it is a no-dequal you yeah. know, disqualification match. So it's really like either they tap out or they get pinned. Like that's really yeah. the only way that there is to it. Um, but Celine does actually have a pretty cool, uh, pretty cool deal that she's like a spider vampire in a way because i was reading that she has the ability to uh she has a wall crawling ability so she can cling and walk on the walls similar to bats apparently so i think that was going to be a fun thing to uh to see her to hear do in the middle of the ring or in the middle of the cage and uh kind of have blade just looking confused trying to figure out how he's gonna know how he's gonna get to her and then you know the fight kind of goes to the like to the top because if I remember correctly I believe a hell in a cell is an open cage so you're Mm. able to climb up and get like on top so I can a hell in
1: a cell is enclosed but they can always like break out and climb to the top like they always do.
2: (laughs) Yeah of course of course I mean you can't have a hell in a cell without them doing that. So I definitely think that we are going to see that. So the case you know it's definitely gonna go to the top of the cage. Mm. Um I can see uh blade picking up Celine and knocking her through the top of the cage and potentially breaking one of the rafters and uh you know bringing the fight back down to the ring yeah. so it's going to be a really fun hand-to-hand fight i think to watch because these are both very capable hand-to-hand fighters
1: so uh that
2: was a lot of information uh, <laughs> it was i know i tried to get as much in there as i could
1: no, I have, I have a, I have quite a few notes. Um, I'm glad you brought up the wall crawling, but before I, I shed my opinion. Uh, Delina sounds very passionate. Oh my
3: god! Yeah,
1: just you, you sounded appalled that I <laughs> so, said they would win. So, Delina, I want to get your opinion before I chime in.
3: <laughs> okay, so I think it's pretty obvious, actually, that Celine is the winner of this match. And I'll tell you why. Okay, so yeah, Blade, he's like superhuman pretty much. He has super strength and he's really fast, right? He's like faster than any human living on the f***ing planet. But Celine, we have to remember she's not just any normal vampire, okay? She's a vampire that was bitten by like some elder vampire dude who's like, you know he's like the king of vampires, so she's like way stronger than like any other normal vampire. Okay, so she's even faster than Blake. That's she's true. so fast that when she kills lichens, they don't even they don't even realize that they've been like struck by her yet. They like they're like standing while they're gonna be mm-hmm. you know sliced in half, but like they're just like wait, when did this fucking happen? Like.
2: This is and, very true.
3: And yo, like you just mentioned it, like she can climb shit while fucking blades, like looking at her. You know, she's like climbing on, yeah. like she's yeah. totally getting away from him. She, she has complete advantage, <laughs> in my opinion. Um,
2: but you also have to remember too, though, that they are confined to a so the 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 pin still has to happen within the cage, within the ring, inside the cage. So they are still confined. So, yes, she does have this ah, super yes. speed to her, but there's only so far that she can go. You know, so, like, they're not going to take the fight all the way to the backstage. Like, they're going to either keep it in, around, or on top of the ring. So there's still only so far she can go. And if Blade has a lot of the the abilities and, you know, the experience that he does, because, you know, vampires themselves are inherently fast. They all have, like, you know, some some sort of a super super speed um because they have like you know the, your salmon and your strength and stuff so like you know you look at a lot of vampire lore and a lot of them have somewhat of a speed factor so i think you know he's gonna end up getting to a point to where he can stop her in her tracks and she's not gonna expect it because she's never fought anything like this type like a va- a vampire a daywalker essentially so but you do bring up very good points that i that i didn't get a chance to touch on okay so um she can so, still
3: leap to leap in an instant just saying
2: yeah Yeah, no, I mean, you bring up a very valid, very valid point.
1: So, Delina, are you your full-on team, Celine?
3: I think so. I think, I think so. Uh,
1: So how do you think the fight is going to go? Like, what are specific moments in the fight that you think? You think, like, uh, because me personally, I think the wall crawling is going to come into into play. I'll I'll just Mm -hmm. say that. (laughs) So do you have any, like, do you think that blade is going to have weapons stashed into the ring? Like Jim said, or
3: I don't know if he's going to have weapons, but I, I, so apparently he carries around a serum instead of um, sucking human blood to like make himself stronger. So I feel like if he has a serum, that's another advantage against Celine, but I just feel like she's so fast. I, I don't know. I just feel like it's gonna be like a fast fight. I feel like it's gonna be quick and easy and she's gonna win.
2: So do you think that do you think that basically she's gonna outrun him and kind of and and get him knocked down pretty relatively quickly by just kind of running circles around him and hitting him a bunch of times?
3: Yes, and then maybe possibly he takes that serum, and then maybe it's even a closer fight.
1: I I I definitely I definitely think it's a close, close fight. Like when I listed them out. So here's what I have. I have uh, superhuman strength, superhuman endurance, superhuman speed, agility, uh, superhuman senses, right? So they can tell where the attack's coming from, uh, where the person is, uh, accelerated healing, and immune to UV light. So they both have all of those abilities. (laughs) So they are... Like, you couldn't have picked two more even combatants, right? Uh Uh There is
3: something Blade can't regenerate. Yeah, he has accelerated healing, but he... Like, if she rips out his arm off, he can't regenerate Mm. another limb. Can she? But
2: can she do that? Exactly. Can she? Because, I mean, you could say the same thing about the other side. (laughs)
1: So, uh, the the different things that I thought is... um, Celine is an expert combatant. We know that, right? She can fight. Yep. Um Blade is a master martial artist. He also has sorcery at his disposal. Oh. And like you said, Jim, he also has weapon proficiency. Now, one of the things that I thought was gonna um was gonna come into play is the wall crawling. If she's crawling over the walls, but at the same time, then you bring in superhuman agility. Agility is the ability to you know, jump and stuff. So he could probably reach her crawling on the walls. So I know she's fast, but I I'm kind of leaning blade and I'm wondering if, if maybe Ty can sway some of our decisions, but um, as it says right now, I'm, I'm, I was leaning Celine when I went into this recording and now that I looked at my notes again, I've kind of come around and I'm leaning blade. So I'm kind of a, you know, I'm kind of a swing vote right now. I could be <laughs> So we have what? Uh, two for Team Blade and one for Team Celine. So, Ty, you have your work cut out for you, sir.
4: I do. I do. So, um, speed kept coming up a lot, a lot. Um, so, mm-hmm. Blade can move as fast as Mjornir. Mjornir moves at uh-huh. 770 miles per hour, which is twice the speed of sound. So, that's faster than I think she. In my humble opinion, from watching these movies, is faster than she moves. Um, but here's my art. So there's my argument for him, because that was his big anti-argument. She's so fast, right? Um okay. but on the other hand, Celine is very smart, and we were talking that they're gonna use serums and all of that, right? And in the Underworld series, she makes light bullets, right? And now Blade is immune to normal light, but in comic lore, he is not immune to red light, much like Superman, in a way. So she Perfect. managed to bottle red light and shoot him with it. That will take out Blade.
2: Oh, what does that mean yeah. exactly, bottling red light?
4: If you remember the movies, they had like uv bullets i know it doesn't make sense because it's a movie (laughs) but they had (laughs) they had about two vampires they had the silver bullets they had the silver bullets for the werewolves and then later on she makes they have like uv bullets too like and that's what we're making that's what the main plot of the first film was the uh the the lichen had uv bullets that were killing vampires and that's why we had to go stop them so so blade moves that 344 meters a second but she is very smart and can have red bullets that will that is one of his only weaknesses
2: so basically what you're so, telling me right now ty is that like i mean both of them are going to have essentially something to stop the other one because if she's got the red bullets the red light bullets and or yeah. the red light and then he's got that uh that concoction blade in the has
4: been shown to jump over machine gun fire with a backflip as i was doing so, my research so that's pretty fast. So I think he could dodge a lot of bullets. And so it's on you. Is she eventually mm-hmm. going to hit him? Or is he so fast that he's going to decapitate the vampire?
1: So before we go any further, I want to actually kick it back to Delina because she's the one that kept harping on the speed of Celine. So I want to know if this uh, affected your decision at all.
3: Well, I'm I'm honestly still trying to figure out because Celine also has um, combat abilities, just as just as good too. Um yeah. So I'm I'm still like, and she can use. She's like really good with like throwing daggers and stuff. So I'm still trying to figure out how what blade has over her. Is it just the concoction? Because to me. <laughs> that's cheating well i guess not if she has a bullet so i guess okay i'm i'm stuck now i'm stuck i mean sorry (laughs) i'm gonna say celine just because you know girl power
1: (laughs) (laughs) jim what do you think since this is your
2: fight i mean man i still think blada has the advantage but he's gonna like he's not gonna come out of this fight unscathed for sure because I think the big thing that Celine has over him is the improvisation. If she if they're going so far on like the improvisation, then that's gonna come into huge play when dealing with someone like Blade. But I think Blade has like if he's got the weapon weapons profici- proficiency and mm. the martial artist. I mean, if he's like, if if he's being claimed as being a master of most martial arts. Celine can fight; she can be a good fighter all she wants. But if she doesn't have that same martial arts proficiency that he does, then she's not going to be able to combat that. So I definitely think this is going to be a fight that we're not going to really see too much of if they're going to be moving as fast as we think they are. (laughs) But Mm, I still think that I still think that Blade is going to be. I still think that Blade is going to come out to be, you know, come out on top for me.
1: So I just want to note that that is in the. The the fans that come to the show they actually sign a waiver, so they won't try to get refunds. If you may not be able to see the fight. Yeah, <laughs> yep you know, it's it's a no refund policy. You get what you get. What is
2: it? I don't know what it is about me bringing like speedsters into cage matches because yeah. I'm pretty sure like I had one before too.
1: Yeah, we've had we've had speedsters. We've had fights that teleported to other dimensions. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> you can see it all so, here, uh here at Character yeah. Fight Night, y'all. Uh
1: so yeah, I'm uh it's it's kinda hard to argue the uh twice the speed of sound movement, even with her supernatural senses and stuff. That's just kind of ridiculous. <laughs> so I'm uh I gotta stick team blade and uh hopefully we have the poll that we're gonna put up will be more in your favor Delina. but i respect that you stick with your uh
3: fine you know I, yeah guns. you know, i'm sticking to it i'm sticking to it
1: i've i've died on many a hills in this show <laughs> <laughs> so great yeah that was uh that was an excellent opening fight guys i i uh i still think we're a little torn like i don't think that we came to a definite you know 100% like even Jim with your arguments and my arguments I'm still not completely swayed that Blade would win
2: no. and I think
1: that's a really interesting way to leave a fight is like kind of unsure
2: <laughs> so yeah I mean these th- these two you know are just way too similar in a lot of ways and I think that really like makes a huge difference is we're not we're not putting pitting opposites against each other on this one we're pitting a couple of very very similar characters against each other
1: yeah, it almost reminds me of like the Mortal Kombat mirror matches.
2: <laughs> yeah, basically. All right. So uh,
1: that one will basically be up to the the polls on the Character Fight Night uh, fan stand group on Facebook that you can join, uh, where you can cast your vote and join the discussion. So moving on to fight number two, which is going to be a six-woman tag team match. And I'm very excited about this, because this is going to be my fight. But before we dive into it, let's dive into the introductions with Mr. Metatron, Wade Hunt.
0: The following contest is fight number two. Introducing first, from Townsville, they are Chemical X superhuman offsprings of sugar, spice, and everything nice. Bubbles, Blossom, and Buttercup! They are the Powerpuff Girls! And their opponents from the Disney Universe, they are the fairy godmothers of Sleeping Beauty, Princess Aurora! Flora, Fauna, and Merryweather.
1: So we all know who the Powerpuff Girls are. Uh, I'll go over some of their uh, their powers and stuff in just a moment, but... I want to make a correction if anybody listened to last week's episode of After the Fight. Jim and I agreed incorrectly that the fairy godmothers were from Cinderella. That is incorrect. <laughs> I want to apologize before anybody tries to roast us on the uh, the group.
2: Oh, they're going Which to.
1: We probably deserve it. Yeah. Cuz I even said that my wife was like, uh, no, you're wrong." And she gave me like the dirtiest look. Laugh. So, <laughs> I deserve it. Uh, so Powerpuff Girls, you know, obviously they're kind of they're superheroes. Um, they're Superman-ish, Superwoman-ish, where they can fly. They have super strength, um, super speed, super durability, super stamina. They also have uh, heat vision. They have super senses, much like the last fight. Um, they have supersonic screams, which reminds me of i keep bringing this back to mortal Kombat, but it's a it's a fight you know it's hard to not bring it back to mortal Kombat. <laughs> um i forget is it sindel that does the scream the super scream
2: yes uh I anyway i don't know yeah yeah um they
1: have okay i remember it from annihilation
2: unfortunately <laughs> but, uh, uh you can also compare it to like banshee and uh and uh, yeah. Black Canary from the comic books and stuff. So yeah,
1: exactly. So they have that kind of like scream that they can, you know, knock their opponent off or uh, incapacitate them. Uh, they have fire generation where they can uh, summon fire and do things with fire. And then they have combo moves where they can actually team up and and do certain moves. You know, Buttercup and and uh, Blossom can team up and do some kind of like super super team move. Um, so that's really kind of a big thing. Uh, you know tag team matches obviously they two of them are on the apron one of them is in the ring but we've all seen wrestling it doesn't always stay that way so
2: <laughs> you uh, have a certain like amount of time i think you have like a 5 count of where yeah. you can have be in the in the ring with one of your teammates yeah
1: unless i guess unless they all pour into the ring and in that case it's hard for the ref what is the ref going to do me. yeah <laughs> So uh, switching gears to the Fairy Godmothers, um, you have Flora, Fauna, and uh, Meriwether. Um, we saw them in uh, Sleeping Beauty, not Cinderella. And we also saw them in uh, Maleficent with Angelina Jolie. Um, so they have magic abilities. Um, so what they can do, I'll list some of their stuff, uh, some of their strengths, and then I'll list my biggest weakness with them. Is uh, So they can uh, put things to sleep at will. They can. Um, they have advanced pyrokinesis, so they can use their their wands to uh, uh, create fire. Uh, they can use them to transform, so they can transform uh, opponents or they can transform themselves. Uh, they can use them to petrify, so we've seen them turn things to stone. Uh, we've seen them conjure items, so they conjured the sword and shield that Philip used to actually defeat Maleficent and just like the Powerpuff puff girls they can fly. Now the big weakness that I think is the uh the wands. Kind of like the um the fairy, fairly odd parents fight that we had Jim. Yeah. Is the big kicker here is they're going to have to hold on to their wands. If they lose their wands they're sunk. But I think if they find a way to like tape it to their hand or <laughs> or something crazy <laughs> uh, I think they stand a, a fighting chance because they are extremely powerful with, um, with their wands. It's just that they are powerless without them. So having said that, I don't think that they're going to be able to hold on to their wand the entire time. Oh, I am going with Powerpuff Girls. Delina. Delina. <laughs> <laughs> I um, like your uh, I like your passion. I want to hear what you have to say.
3: <laughs> Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you either, but I just like okay. So at first, I actually voted for the Powerpuff Girls as well because I agree the Fairy Godmothers' biggest weakness is their wands, and you know the Powerpuff Girls are very powerful and they have all those combo moves, but I feel like the Fairy Godmothers know, like they know their wands are the most vulnerable. V- like, what makes them so vulnerable if they don't have it, right? I feel like they already know that. So I feel like they're going to outsmart the Powerpuff Girls. And I did some research, and the Powerpuff Girls weaknesses are cooties and, like, being tickled. I saw that. I yeah. feel like the fairy godmothers <laughs> can, like, absolutely manipulate these children and take <laughs> over the fight. So, So, I, I mean, I, I, I wanted to say the Powerpuff Girls at first, but I'm sticking to the fairy, god, fairy godmothers.
1: Interesting. Okay. So do you see them actually like, it's going to get weird. Sorry to the, the viewers in the audience, but do you see them actually like well, tickling the is. power of, of girls I mean, into they can submission? They
3: could transform objects into anything and, and make inanimate, inanimate objects come to life, right? So they could mm-hmm. literally like turn a building into, I don't know, a tickle monster or something like that. <laughs> I, or, I, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like there's an advantage to this.
2: You you have a well. I mean, not only do they have. Go ahead. Not not only do they have like the ability to like to transform stuff, but they also have the ability to conjure stuff. So it's like not only they don't even need to worry about like trying to transform something into like a Tickle monster. I can't believe I'm saying that, but you know (laughs) they like they can just like make that as 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 you know as they want. So I mean, they could totally subdue the Powerpuff Girls with you know, like something that they're just straight up conjuring. Yeah. Uh,
1: that <laughs> that's interesting. So I was going to say Delina has like this huge scale. She's like, they could turn a building into a tickle monster. I was, thinking about, <laughs> I was thinking that one of them would just turn the other one into like a teddy bear or something like that. And that would be enough to be like, Oh, look, a teddy bear or something. And they, yeah. you know, they, they'd cuddle with the teddy bear, but secretly it was the like, like floor would turn fall. Fauna, like tag secretly tag Fauna in, and then turn her into a teddy bear, and then, you know, uh Bubbles would lay down with the teddy bear hugging it, and it's actually a pin. <laughs> and there you go.
2: <laughs> that's amazing. I never would have like pictured it that way. <laughs> See, and I, I. So here's the thing, though. Like you, you talk about like Bubbles being the one to go cuddle on the teddy bear, but I like you know that's not gonna fool buttercup right. not buttercup. um bl- no yeah buttercup because yeah, like yeah. buttercup is like the rough and tumble the hardcore of the yeah. three you know so like i mean she's gonna get in there and do what she needs to but here's what i think you guys have been kind of failing to mention you guys have talked about the wand quite a bit and um delena i think you mentioned that you know the fairy godmothers are going to know that their wands are their only source of power and that they're going to do what they can to protect those wands but i think you guys are like forgetting that the powerpuff girls would also have to know if the powerpuff girls don't know that the source of their magic is coming from their wands, then they're not going to be able to do anything to stop it anyways, because they're not going to be able to like put two and two together, or if they do, then you know, they may not be able to get to the wands in time. you know, and with, with the, the power that the, uh, that the fairy godmothers bring, I mean, a sleep induction to be able to put one of them to sleep is is huge same with like the you know the transformation because they can transform other stuff the petrification and different stuff like that i mean they can hit the girls with with that kind of stuff but it's going to be it's going to be a little bit before they before it gets to that point um i definitely think the fairy Godmothers are going to come into this with less at the start and gradually increase what they are doing after they see kind of what the powerpuff girls are bringing in you know the powerpuff girls have been in Plenty of fights before so they're Gonna they're gonna they're, they're gonna Be willing and able to use a lot of their stuff At the beginning of the fight yeah. You know and then they'll go into stuff Like you know josh you mentioned the the, the, the Pyrokinesis That they have um, <laughs> You also Didn't mention that they have a, the ability to conjure Tornadoes um, and they Can make them not that this matters in their respective Colors um, you know they have You know limited, limited Invulnerability which is i think a massive part of what the powerpuff girls bring in you know plus they have their supersonic screams and they have the ability to conjure or to to create sonic booms so they're going to be able to keep the you know the um the fairy godmothers at at a distance while still being able to you know to to kind of fight but they also have the superhuman strength and speed As well as the durability and stamina, which means that they can fight for a while. They can move around without the fairy godmothers maybe even knowing that they are moving around. Or get behind them and and be able to hit them and stuff like that. And... Go ahead.
1: I was thinking about that actually. That that speed was going to be a big factor in this. Because they don't mention that the fairy godmothers have speed. And so... No. I think like the...
2: But they do have like a, so um, let me see here. They have, I'm looking to see. So they have telekinesis. Uh, they also have the appearance, the, um, they can make appearances or they, sorry, make appearances. Uh, yeah, they can make appearances in the match. No, they can make stuff disappear, um, objects. So they yeah. have a disappearing and vanishing magic that they can do. So who's not to say that they can't yeah. do it on themselves. Um, they also have a size manipulation. So they can change the sizes of their body while preserving body proportions um so they can make themselves grow big but you know powerpuff girls have fought in big stuff before they fought in big they fought in small you know there's like they've they've probably been to it been there here's what i think is going to be what's going to end up happening is they are going to be trying to combat the magic coming from the wands of the fairy godmothers one of them is going to use their supersonic scream or like you know make their like you know do the 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 sonic boom or the supersonic scream it's mm-hmm. going to hit the fairy godmother that's currently in the ring and knock her one out of the way. And she's going to be helpless. And that's when the Powerpuff girls are going to capitalize. So I think that's going to be kind of how this match is going to end up going because you know that Super Sonic Scream is going to come in at some point. They're going to have to use it with yeah. everything that the fairy godmother is bringing in.
1: Especially if not in offensive, like just out of frustration or something. Frustration or,
2: or even defensive. Like it doesn't have to be offense. you know it could be defense i mean there's any number of ways that she could use a supersonic screen so i definitely think the power buff girls are going to win this
1: so i want to hit a couple things real quick before we kick it over to ty unless delina has something to say after this um so you mentioned actually delina you mentioned a couple weaknesses you know tickling um one of them is uh disagreement among members which is interesting you know they're they're sisters they I know they come together when they have to, but you know, just disagreeing if one of them doesn't do the right thing, that could be a hiccup in them coming together.
2: Are you Not talking Powerpuff the... Girls or the? Yes. Uh, yeah, sorry, you're talking... Powerpuff Girls. They both do. No, no, that's why I was asking because they both do. Because I mean, they bicker on the the color of the dress, the fairy godmother. That's too. true.
1: Yeah. So, um, so on the other side of that, on the Powerpuff Girls i just read you off a couple of their their combo attacks. So one of them is the, uh, where was it? It's the fireball. So it's um, Blossom uses her unique fire breath ability in Buttercup's hands and Buttercup throws the amazingly hot flames at an opponent. (laughs) So it's, you know, it's stuff like that. There's one called the cannonball where they actually run in space and then all drop at the same time and form like a big ball of energy. So, you know, there's no cage or anything holding them in. I don't. I've never mm-hmm. specified if the CFN Arena is an open arena or a dome. <laughs> so even still, they would just pass right <laughs> through it. Uh, much yeah. to my chagrin.
2: You have to think about if this is a regular I match. Mean, you have to think about countouts.
1: Yeah. Do you if count out is, for going if the that top is a thing? Hmm.
2: Okay.
1: Touche. <laughs> Touche. You're still in the confines of the ring. You're the confines of the ring. <laughs> <up>. <laughs> <laughs> so, Delina, do you have any thoughts before we kick it to Ty? I know yeah, we been...
3: Okay, I actually. I hate to change my mind, but I'm changing my mind. So, I did okay. some thinking and I just. Okay, so I'm basing this off of experience. I feel like. Powerpuff Girls, they obviously have the experience to fight people and like defend their city. Fairy Godmothers Mm -hmm. only know how to like make dreams come true and like make people fall in love. And uh, I feel like they have a really strong defense mechanism, but I don't know if they're strong enough to actually beat the Powerpuff Girls in a fight
2: like a one on one fight. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I I, got to
1: go Powerpuff Girls as well. When I first started, when I first suggested the fight, I was thinking that the fairy godmothers were more magical. And then when I found out
2: that the wands were kind of the, uh, the kicker, I was like, ah, see, and I was, I, as I was doing my ah. research, cause I came into this fight like, oh, this is, this is an unfair fight. This is going to be an easy one. And I was like doing my research. It's like, wow. I did not know that the fairy godmothers had this much at their disposal. It was just insane for me, but I still think the power book girls are going to, going to win.
1: Yeah. Uh, Ty, you have a unanimous Powerpuff Girls going into this. I do. I do. Can,
4: I do not think I am equipped to sway anybody on this one. <laughs> um, uh, I was gonna go into that. You do see the fairy godmothers tend to fight each other and not fight other people. They gift weapons instead of no wep- You know, instead of fighting for themselves. I think Delina brought up a great point where she brought up like they they're very defensive but not offensive um while the powerpuff girls there's some major uh major things that came up you're talking about like giant tickle monsters and stuff and stuff like that and there's a mo- great episode called I carumba and the monster of the episode turns out to um sh- he shoots an eye beam that destroys like city blocks and whole rivers with every shot and Buttles and bubbles and buttercup take repeated hits from this and nothing's wrong with them. So their endurance is off the scale. Um, There's another time when the mayor of Townsville launches a nuke and they carry it out Iron Man style, but he accidentally explodes it and they just have soot on them. So I don't know if Flora, Fiona, and Meriwether have the power to actually hurt because the thing with the Powerpuff Girls is they're almost a joke about superheroes while still being a kid's show. And so they get away with a lot more. So I'm ha- I don't have anything to kind of sway you the other way. But I do have one more interesting fact that um, maybe this will turn the ties in the wrestling kind of situation. There's actually a fourth sister. And I don't know if you guys know this. Uh, it's their older sister, Bliss. Bliss was just introduced a few months ago. Um, she's been in exile. She was made with chemical W instead of chemical X. And she's a... Oh, a- you're talking a- to Powerpuff Girls. Yeah, so the- so they can oh, bring in... Oh, for some in-
2: reason, I was thinking the fairy godmother.
4: <laughs> no, they can bring in, like, you know, that, oh, coming from the stands, you know, the mysterious fourth sister, Bliss. And she has telekinesis and abilities like that, which can definitely stay on par for Flora Infana, and Fauna and Merryweather. So I don't have a way to sway you guys. I think I'm in total agreement. Um it it seems pretty unfair in my mind.
1: <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, thank you for solidifying that answer. <laughs> those answers. So, without you know going into too much more discussion, are we all in agreement that we're unanimously Team Powerpuff Girls? Yeah, did I sway yeah.
4: anybody with my argument for Powerpuff Girls? Yeah, you Girls? swayed me more <laughs> on of the Powerpuff Girls side. Yeah. <laughs> She with Excellent. that new the new sister thing, which I thought was very interesting when I was doing research. So it,
1: it's almost like a crazy, like oh my god, the the fourth sister appeared at the, you know in the exactly, entrance. Like oh, they start
4: playing the music. Right, god, she comes. It's <laughs> <bled>. <laughs> uh
1: Yeah, I, I was gonna say it's hard to argue with cartoon physics and stuff. To a nuke exploding in your face. Um Cool. So nice to, it's always nice to see a unanimous fight. You know, it's always nice to be on the same team every once in a while instead of <laughs> instead of bickering. So, <laughs> I'm just you so, you sound pretty disappointed that you couldn't disagree with us that
3: much. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's fine.
1: So, without further ado, we're going to send it off to a very, very far island where a raging volcano has two fighters in it (laughs) and Mr. Metatron is still safely in the ring but he's going to announce the two fighters because I can't afford that kind of insurance for him so Mr. Metatron will you please introduce the main event for the evening please ladies and gentlemen
0: welcome to the main event The following contest is a Volcano Match! A Volcano Match takes place inside a Volcano. I have been given no further information other than that. Good luck. Introducing first... FROM THE SEVEN DEADLY SINS REPRESENTING THE TRAGIC DEMONS HE IS OWNER OF THE BOAR HAT AND DRAGON SIN OF WRATH MELIODAS AND HIS OPPONENT FROM CITY Z uh says here he became the hero for the fun of it his name is saitama uh one punch man yay one punch man
1: all right delina this is your fight it's wild uh i don't even know what to say so please take it away and Tell us what we have
2: going on here.
3: Okay. So I chose Miliotis from Seven Deadly Sins and, oh gosh, what's his name again? Sa- Satama? Saitama.
2: Saitama. Saitama. Yeah.
3: Saitama from One Punch Man. And I chose this fight because I wanted to pick something challenging so that it would be like a long fight. But now I wish I did it because I feel like this is really complicated. <laughs> I feel like they're both really um compatible with each other. Like they're both really strong characters. Um I haven't even figured out who I thought is gonna win yet because the One Punch Man is, you know, all just completely human, but he has superhuman powers and he's so strong and he's never lost a fight. Whereas Miliotis is a demon. He's from a demon race. So he has like supernatural powers. Um, but he, his weakness is, okay, let me back up. His full, his, one of his strengths or I guess abilities is his, is full counter, um, where he can like counter back, uh, attacks with added, um,
2: uh, For strength,
3: force. power. Um, no, 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 no. But it only far, far,
2: works. so you I get see, too far,
4: it's magical. He what I see. Counter. Hold
2: on. Yeah, I was just what I was gonna say. I was like, it does say it's magic attacks that are aimed at him. The full counter.
3: Exactly. And yeah. he, I mean, uh, Saitama doesn't have any magic powers. It's all just his own strength. So I don't. I mean, yeah, Miliotis is super strong, but can he counter? saitama's punches (laughs) can he full counter that i don't think so he can only just fight back with his own strength
2: so So. here's what here's what i what i think you know because like from there's so much that goes into both of these characters so i'm just like looking at you know obviously i'm just looking at a couple of them i think one of the big things that saitama has is i don't know if i see anything about a speed element on uh meliotis whereas like saitama has a you know it's listed as unparalleled speed and reflexes so i mean he has you know like keep up with i guess speedo sounds sonic is one of the characters you know like who moves at uh hypersonic speeds you know it's it's stuff like that that i think is you know if he can run around um meliotis a bit but i'm also seeing a a couple of other things too that are really really huge like just the fact that like you know one of the things is saitama jumps off of the moon is what i'm Mm -hmm. seeing so he's got like a major leap ability you know it's it's stuff like that that is i think gonna be a big a big kicker for saitama like well okay here's here's what i was gonna say like that leap that he has um, allows for a shockwave generation. Cause obviously if you're going to hit the ground as hard as you are with the leap as big, then you can direct your power to your feet and, you know, make a big shockwave. So I, I, I don't know if that's going to be something that might blindside Meliodas at all. Um, but I, I still don't think that would be considered a magical attack to be able to count for him to counter.
1: Yeah. So real quick, Jim, I want to cut you off. Uh, yeah, please do. M- Meliodas really doesn't need to, run around if he can teleport.
4: He's so fast Yeah, but looks if you... like he's teleporting.
3: Oh, yeah, he can!
1: Meliodas can teleport, or he's
4: so fast he looks he's like he can He's so teleport. fast, it's a teleport. Like, it's instantaneous. He's instantaneously 20 feet away. Okay.
3: And I know okay, we mentioned how fast Saitama is, but Meliodas also has, like, different tiers of, like, power levels. And I think, like, his yeah. highest level is uh... It's not demon form, but it's like Ass- his like
1: assault mode.
3: Yeah, where he's like absolutely super powerful, and I feel like that has to make him faster too, right?
1: So I'm glad you brought that up, Vilina. If you don't mind, I'm going to chime in with my my sheet of notes here that I'm proud of that I totally didn't do a couple hours before we started recording. I don't um,
2: want to do that, come on. So.
1: <laughs> uh, so I was talking to my wife before this, actually, and I was saying that Saitama is like the definition of an unfair anime character. Like, I banned Goku from character Fight Night for <laughs> kind of this reason. But, but if we're going to be fair, right, um, Saitama has, uh, like you said, Jim, unparalleled speed and reflexes, strength, uh, his enhanced leap. Uh, dexterity, agility, senses, stamina, invulnerability. So he has all of these things that you're like, man, this is completely unfair. But then you switch over to the Meliodas side, and he has like uh, superhuman physicality. He has the uh, the Hellbla- hellblaze enchantment that he can actually imbue his fists, feet, or weapons with, and they're kind of like uh, they're like demon fire or something like that. Mm-hmm. I guess hellblaze that makes sense. Um, <laughs> So, but then I know Delina, you kind of went into it. He has his demon form, which is like kind of the next tier that you were talking about. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of like he has markings on him and he can actually manipulate his markings to, and I have a list of things. So he can uh, form weapons, he can ha- uh, get wings that cause him to fly, he gets armor, he can reattach lost limbs. So if One Punch Man, uh-huh. you know, knocks a limb off and one of them, when he gets the full power with his demon form, he actually can destroy whole kingdoms in his demon form. Yeah. So, and that's just tier two. And now you were talking about tier three with assault mode. Um, I don't have specific powers for that, but it says that he can access power possessed in, in his prime as the demon king's top successor. So it's like the top demon tier powers. Um, whatever that is. Like I said, I'm not familiar with seven deadly sins. It's probably, I probably owe it to myself to watch that. Well, um, if you
3: notice, uh, especially about his tears, the higher he goes, like the more he levels up, the more he's um not really, he's only thinking with instinct. Right. And he's, he's not very strategic, but then. You're yeah. oh, talking
2: Meliodas? So it says, it yes. says, yeah. So it says here, one of the things that like with the salt mode, the, the big drawbacks is a temporary temporarily robs meliolis of his feelings and emotions and this is causing him to revert to how he was before he betrayed the demon clan uh if you've watched the show you probably know what that means i don't necessarily know what that means but the <laughs> the robbing him of his feelings and emotions like that's just gonna essentially cause him to just be like you like you were just saying to Lena, like to be a robot in the fight yeah at this point um but if I can just chime in here with like two things that I want to, two things that I want to mention is one Saitama has an after image creation. So that's going to prolong this fight because if he's with his speed, it allows him to create after images of himself of himself that he uses actually for helping like the train. But so that's going to trick Meliodas, I think in, in, in some ways, because he's not going to be hitting who he actually think he, he's hitting. He's just going to be hitting like almost nothing at that point. But Here's what I think is going to be the biggest kicker on this is you have this set as a volcano match. That heat I feel like is going to get to to Saitama. You know, Meliodas is a demon from what you guys are saying, so I mean, yeah. I don't know if he's gonna if he's gonna be as affected at, like the heat of a volcano. Yeah. Now I can't imagine that they're fighting necessarily in the volcano. <laughs> but if, you know, if this they is get, how
3: I imagined it. I imagine them like being in the volcano, but then being so powerful that they kind of just break out of the volcano.
2: <laughs> okay, and so they're fighting the, the entire it. world with lava, yeah, pretty with much. These two
3: characters, I feel like there's there's no way they're gonna just stay in one volcano. I feel like they're we're gonna
2: all be... losing, is what you're saying. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, wait, let's talk about their weaknesses, right? Um. What's one of Saitama's weaknesses? He can't kill mosquitoes, and apparently, he's not very smart with video games or in life or with life in general. Like, he's kind of derpy and being just a normal person besides being a hero. So, okay.
1: Okay. So, <sighs> I just. Uh. It, it also says, adding on to that, it also says that his, uh, he has a short attention span. So.
2: Well, well yeah, because so I mean, punched. he is one punch. Like he doesn't; his fights aren't very long, anyways. You know, because that's his whole—that's his whole shtick—is he's his fights are one and done, super quickly.
1: Ooh, here's an interesting one. It also says that one of his weaknesses is getting exhausted. So you bring stamina into this, and because it didn't mention anything about well, it says a stamina, <laughs> but um,
3: <laughs> oh, and he has a normal human appetite. Like, so he has to eat like all of us, like normally. So. If- if they yeah, fight forever, he's, he's going to get hungry.
2: Yeah. I don't think 100 push-ups, 100 sit-ups, and 100 miles of running a day is going to compete with a demon. I, I, I don't think so. So let's see.
1: Two weaknesses for uh, Meliodas is physical attacks. <laughs> That's kind of a big thing right there.
2: <laughs> wow, Yeah. <laughs>
4: so physical attacks you're not thinking the level you don't understand hey i'll get into it you guys don't understand the level <laughs> of, of how strong seven deadly sins is like it's goku level shit like
2: so, physical
4: punch is like goku I, punching I, you oh
1: my uh my final thing that i want to say uh before you guys if you want to chime in to final thoughts uh is that in his so deline, you kind of talked about In his assault mode, uh, Meliodas, he's got to have some kind of, uh, he's got to have some kind of like boost to his stats, right? Mm
3: -hmm.
1: So it does say in his demon form, he gets a boost to strength, speed, and durability. So you can only imagine that in his next form, it's an even bigger boost. Like, I don't see why there wouldn't be a a bigger boost. And that's, that's where I'm dropping the mic. I'm I'm going Meliodas. I like demons. <laughs> huh. I'm honestly probably gonna go with.
3: I'm probably gonna go with Meliodas too. I just feel like he's so powerful, and even though he's gonna lose, um, being strategic, he's he's not gonna stop. He's not gonna stop, and I feel like uh, Saitama is definitely gonna like break.
2: I'm, I yeah, I'm gonna
3: have Meliodas I- forever.
2: I'm kind of in agreement there as well, too. As much as I wanted Saitama to win this, I like Saitama as a character. I like, you know, kind of the stuff that he has. But I just think that Meliodas is more anime than Saitama is. So, like, you know, like we talked about the the stamina deal. And that's going to be, I think that's going to be the biggest downfall of Saitama is he's not going to be able to last.
1: I think uh I think we disappointed Ty because he was all worked up to try to sway us to Meliodas.
2: And I but, honest I
3: originally picked One Punch Man too.
2: I wanted Saitama to win it. I really did. But I just don't think that uh I just don't okay. think he can.
1: Uh all right. Ty, what do you have for us?
2: So
4: I agree. Uh I love full. Well, I love Seven Deadly Sins. That's one of my favorite animes, and I really I don't know if we're going to edit out what I said earlier, but you guys are very underestimating the power scale of um, how strong these guys are. There's a fighting festival early on, and it's two of the main guys, and they're going all out, we think. And then everyone's cheering and all this stuff, and the other characters turn to each other. Why are they only fighting at like a half a percent? And you're like, whoa, if that's a half a percent. And then something that we did miss out on, um, yeah, we don't need full counter, but... Here's the thing. In the show, Meliodas has been taking over the um, Ten Commandments. And once he finishes ones off, he absorbs their commandment. He's going to be the new leader of the demon race. So he has a lot of commandments, which are curses in the show, which can do different things to you. And a big one is um, Mel... Mel Do you remember how to say this, Delina? Meluska, the pink hair girl? That Becomes a snake.
3: Oh, the, um, me- uh, me- I, I mela- never knew how to pronounce me- I know, I know who I'm you're a- talking about. Yeah, I, just, uh-
4: Melas- you know, I don't maybe- know. Yeah, Meluscula, Yeah, she has pink hair, but she encases you in the thing. And so, the problem is, as great as Satama-, Satama is, he is only human and she can literally just encase you and choke the life out of you. Um, he has to breathe, and therefore. I would give it to him. But here's where I know you guys are all set on Meliodas. I was set on Meliodas. But then this comes up on the show a lot when we get into fights like this. Saitama, much like um, Squirrel Girl and even the Powerpuff Girls, is a joke character. Um, Mm -hmm. The power of the joke character is that they're fourth wall breaking. They can literally undo everything. All of a sudden, he he does a one-two punch this time because he's supposed to, because he is the hero, and that's how these shows work for him. Where, um, so the the power of the fourth wall. I don't know how much that means to you, but like when it comes down to like Deadpool and other joke characters like that, and Squirrel Girl, that is game breaking to me. And I think that's why I would actually give it to Saitama in the end. I don't know if that convinced you, but fourth wall breaking is a powerful ability.
3: But Miliotis is immortal. We forgot to mention that, even though he's yeah, he's I'm trying. Definitely immortal. <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I have way more I
4: could say. Like he has all the power of the commandments. He literally um the there's a kingdom of Danafor, and he destroyed the whole kingdom. This was the biggest kingdom in the land, and he destroyed it completely out of existence without full counter. He just one shot it. So, See, that's what
1: it, I was saying. That was in demon form, right? He he got yeah,
2: it was in demon form. He kind of loses his mind and goes <laughs> and just destroys things. Yeah. So, here's the here's one of my thing is ty you mentioned like the fourth wall breaking and like him being like the main character and doing the one two punch because that's how the show is cuz you know, he's supposed to win these fights. I try to come into these fights like knowing that Saitama is the main character and trying to set that off to the side like what if he wasn't the main character? Like would he win this win this fight? you know not being the main character because obviously the main character is always going to have to win even if they don't win the first fight like they're going to have to win at some point because they're the main character
4: well we can edit this out part right my response here but like what would you say about deadpool or squirrel girl though like that's the joke they have to win that is the joke like the joke is this is a girl that can control squirrels and she can beat Thanos like it's nothing. One page him. Like we don't
1: have to edit that out because according to the poll, Squirrel Girl lost. <laughs> I know. I know.
4: But it's a strong argument for me when you have this fourth yeah. wall ability like Deadpool kills Deadpool comic three, where he knows he's in a comic. He literally leaps out of the comic and kills the uh writers and stuff. But, like yeah, but
2: yes then but then that like we're not like that takes away from the fight okay. in my opinion if we're, if we're just I'm, coming in to be like well a- deadpool's gonna win because he has to win he, that's how his character is he's a win character that has to well win. if you
4: can rewind time or you know you're in a comic book or something like that yeah. that that creates a, an imbalance unless you're facing another omega person who can rewind time yeah or
3: right.
4: but i guess well, saitama well, doesn't show that ability i think he shows that he knows he's in a show quasi like he's a I wouldn't even call it aware. he's there, but um, so I guess it's not as like much of a Luke joke and as Squirrel Girl and the rest of them, but yeah. still, um, it was a Hail Mary, man. I was, I'm all <laughs> about Meliodas, dude. Like, I want to cosplay Meliodas, <laughs> I love Meliodas. <laughs> uh, oh my god, yeah.
3: honestly, me too.
4: <sighs> he's the greatest. I fu- you guys need what? to watch Seven Deadly, the last movie's coming out this year, actually.
1: Let me throw in my two cents real quick, and then I'll kick it to you guys for final thoughts. Um, all powers decide. let me do this. I like demons, and I'm going to get a lot of flack for this. I think One Punch Man looks like a boring show, therefore, I'm going with Melius. <laughs> wow, I'm like a boring show
3: Okay it's so good.
1: Have you seen the show? No, that's what I said. It seems like a, the, i know the show is about him going around trying to find someone. But you can't. You him. can't
3: say that without seeing a show. You need to see these fights, bro. They're insane. Okay, like he literally Sonic blooms off the moon, causing a huge shockwave that could literally destroy the moon back to Earth. Like, you don't think that sounds epic? You don't think they're gonna like make that look cool? So,
1: so put him up against Vanya Hargreaves, who blasted a hole in the moon. Who
2: blows up the moon. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> But no, actually, yeah, like she just like Saitama is literally just walking around looking for the next fight. Like he's like a class A hero, I think. If like if I remember the show correctly, and he's just like literally walking. He's bored. That's why he became a superhero because he was bored. That's why it's
3: so fun to watch because it's like this derpy dude who has a blank expression the whole time, yet he like destroys the craziest monsters. Like, that has to be entertaining. I, I, it, and it is, Uh, it's so good. I, okay, you know, it's fine. You, you don't have to like it, it's cool.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I was just, I was just throwing shade, apparently, it worked. (laughs)
2: yeah you really you got me riled up on that one wow that's the first
1: (laughs) jim have you seen one punch man
2: yeah i have i watched it it was good oh
1: okay okay all right uh cool so uh final thoughts like i said i'm going meliotis as much to i guess everyone's hatred towards me now (laughs) what do you guys think uh delina this was your fight what do you think
3: I originally said One Punch Man and it is still a great show. Everyone should still watch it. Uh, but I'm probably, yeah, I'm with Meliodas. I think he's going to win this one.
2: I'm, um, yeah, this is this is probably unprecedented, but I'm also sticking with Meliodas as much as I wanted Saitama to win. I am um, stepping away from the fact that Saitama is the main character and that he is meant to win every single fight that he goes into. But I am, you know, Kind of like the the uh stamina gets me. That's the big yeah. kicker.
1: It's yeah, it's it's hard to rule out the fourth wall break. But if you take out the fourth wall break, if you can, I think um, that limits uh, Saitama quite a bit. So yeah, that was that was great. So we had two after Delina switched sides. We had two unanimous uh, <laughs> fights. <laughs> That was awesome. Yeah, your so your fight, Delina. I, I just want to say on a final note, I thought that this fight was so unfair, but the more you like dig at it and you pick apart pieces and stuff, it's really a great fight. Like as we saw, yeah, right,
3: right, okay. Because like I thought about it too, and. We mentioned how Meliodas can like make weapons out of the weird demon markings that happens mm-hmm. to him. But in an episode Saitama literally breaks someone's sword with his teeth. So I feel like and he always <laughs> tries to avoid weapons in the show because they just break. So I feel like even if Meliodas tried, I feel like in that during the fight, one of those weapons or things that happen out of his demon form, it's going to fail. So I feel like it's going to be I feel like it is a fair fight. I feel like it yeah. I feel like it's pretty good
1: so um I, if if you're listening to this and you haven't voted on the poll yet, which will be up uh, what? Thursday, I think Thursday or Friday after this episode releases, uh, if you haven't voted yet, please don't vote one punch man just because his name is one punch man <laughs> actually like <laughs> look into it. Cause I feel like, I feel like, I feel like the poll is going to be swayed because it's one punch man.
4: I love that. You had to ask me if this fight was fair beforehand, like because well, that's, that's you were reason. under that same assumption. You're like, it's one punch man. I'm like, Oh no, dude. Meliodas is o- <laughs> OP. Yeah, that, that, Meliodas that's is OP.
1: <laughs> For people who haven't seen one punch man or seven deadly sins like me, you just see the name One Punch Man, and you're like, yeah. "Oh yeah, One Punch Man." Mm-hmm. No, you know, but one, no, he punch, actually like does
2: more fighting than you expect. Yeah, yeah. Yes. But like I said, once
1: once we started peeling away the skin of this fight, it was actually a lot more fun to discuss to, than I thought uh, we were going to analyze it. Okay, <laughs> it was like apple skin, Jim. Come on.
3: Then I'm super <laughs> happy Jeez. that I chose this. Well, I thought you, the same thing, I thought it was going to be too unfair or too yeah. challenging.
2: Yeah, actually, well, we've talked about anime fights in the past, and like yeah. anime fights are just so over the top because these characters are so insanely strong and powerful in so many different ways. that's like it, it's hard to pit them against something that's not a, like another anime character just because of these yeah. types of discussions.
1: Yeah, um, so. I forgot what I was going to say, but yeah, that was, uh, Oh, I was going to say all, all three of these fights were actually very, very, very close. I know Jim, you told me that, um, before we started recording, Jim told me that my fight, the powerpuff girls and the fairy fairy uh, godmothers was extremely unfair, but
2: I thought just like
1: this fight, just like this fight, once we started talking about and analyzing it, it's actually a lot closer than you might think. Granted, you know, all the stuff
2: that we discussed but and it's amazing how we can really get to that point and like doing this podcast and bringing in all the characters and the fights that we do and having like all the people come in and bring their fights it's amazing Mm -hmm. to see what abilities a lot of these characters really have that you would never know just by like knowing the character and like that's that's what's like so cool about this podcast i think one of the cool things yeah.
1: And it sheds lights on character, like shows and stuff that you haven't seen. Like now I may have to go watch One Punch Man since I know it's... Yeah, I'm,
2: I kind of want to go yes. watch Seven Deadly Sins. Like, yeah. So yes. Yeah. Yeah, so. yes, Yeah.
1: So uh, awesome. So with that, that's going to wrap up this episode. We appreciate you sticking with us and we hope you enjoyed the, uh, the content. Um, so Delina, you were in a movie. Do you want to talk about that?
3: yeah so um it's a sci-fi movie about cosplayers who are trying to sell their comic books um but they end up having to save the world and their cosplayer powers come to life you can watch this movie it's on amazon prime it's on youtube you can even buy it at walmart um but it just came out it just came out uh last month and i'm really excited about it but what uh, was
2: the name of it again
3: Monster 4-0. And I play uh, the character Cadabra, Chloe Cadabra.
1: What are your powers in this film?
3: Okay, so I love talking about this. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like my character is pretty much the main character just because she has, she has all the power. She has telekinetic power. She can read minds. She can fly. She can um, go through walls and doors. Um, she can talk to you in your mind. She has so many different powers. So, I I love her. <laughs> I love her so much. She's a badass.
1: So, <laughs> oh yeah, and I want to. So, I want to say special thank you to uh, Delina for taking the time out and being on the show. Delina, thank you for uh, coming on. That was oh, uh, loads I'm of fun.
3: absolutely honored. Thank you guys for giving me me this opportunity.
1: Yeah, of course. Uh, I want to thank Sean Thomas for doing the music. Uh, for uh, Jim's show, which Jim, do you want to talk about
2: your show? Yeah, I think now is the perfect time. So, we actually just released this the first episode of it this past week, but we are bringing to you a new little kind of in between show called CFN After the Fight. And basically, we just kind of take that opportunity to Josh Wade and I kind of take that opportunity to talk a little bit more about some of the fights we really kind of help bring you guys into the mix a little bit more by reading some of your fan comments. And I even started up the, uh, the fan driven gauntlet match. So we just had the first fight on that happen this past week as well, too. So I'm going to be getting some more of your suggestions to see who we're going to have come in next. So uh, keep an eye on that Uh, every week in between. I believe we're going to be releasing that um, every Monday in between episodes of character fight night.
1: Yep. You can follow us on social media at uh, Facebook character fight night, and you can search uh, character fight night fan stand on Facebook as well. That's the open group. Uh, Just send an invite. We'll accept it. You can join the discussion, vote on the polls, give us suggestions on fights and all that stuff and and be a part of the, uh, the show essentially. Uh, Delina, where can we find you on social media?
3: Oh, yes. Um, I have an Instagram. It's Delina Ecstasy. And I also have a TikTok, same handle, Delina Ecstasy. You guys can find my modeling pictures there or links to the music videos I've been in. Um, a lot of other projects you can find me on there. If you want some funny content, go to TikTok. Go on my TikTok.
1: <laughs> very, very cool. All right. Well, that's going to do it for Character Fight Night for Jim, Wade, Ty, and my guest Delina tonight. Thank you for joining us. So until next time, stay safe and let your characters do the fighting for you.